0: Hello, welcome to another edition of Talking Sports and Fitness with Zeke. I'm Zeke, sometimes Mike Zielinski. Back with us for a second show is Reading Royals head coach Larry Corville. Welcome, Larry. Thank you very much. Uh, You're having a very fine season as we uh, tape this. Uh, This show is a little bit different than our previous one, although we alluded to some of the points in that one. But you have had great success in Reading, six consecutive playoff seasons, 345 win plus seasons. Uh, Also, uh, Kelly Cup in 2013. And a big reason why, you know, besides being obviously a a very good coach, you're really good at recruiting players and developing them for the next level to the point where guys want to come here because they can see what you do for them. And I believe in sports, you know, everybody focuses on recruiting on college football, big time college basketball. Uh, It's obviously very critical to your success
1: for sure it is over the years it's probably been the hardest part of my job is recruiting over the summer trying to find the right people uh, there's there's a, basically a list of six or seven questions that I ask my coach the coaches that I'm looking for their players uh see if they would fit my model of uh, the players the type of players I'm looking for and um we've had success and we continue to I can because we've had success I continue to do the same things and when it comes to recruiting
0: uh, would you mind sharing those questions with
1: us? Well, obviously, some of the questions we use is obviously in hockey, there's power play, there's penalty kill guys. Uh, we talk about what are their strengths, uh, what are their weaknesses. Do they play the power play? Do they play a first unit, a second unit? Where do they play on the power play? Um, tell me about their strengths on the PKs because of their speed, is it their stick? Uh, we already said about strengths and weaknesses. Character is a big one for me. Do they have any issues off the ice? Uh, are they the type of guys that you'd put on the ice last minute of a game, uh, whether you're weighing by a goal or losing mm-hmm. by a goal? So those are the kind of the questions that I also say, is there any else, anything else you want to give me feedback on the player? And is there anybody else in the league in your division that you've played against that may help me? Uh, for my recruiting process, and usually a lot of times the coaches have the same players that they're uh, recommending, and that's basically how we do it.
0: And what level are you talking about? You're talking about you're talking different coaches.
1: Well, mostly in the last several years, uh, when I first started coaching, I recruited out of several different leagues. Uh, you know, obviously there's the college uh, Division One mm-hmm. college. Uh, there's also very good players that play the Division Three level that's been successful in our league. Uh, there's junior hockey in Canada. There's uh, college hockey in Canada, CIS. Uh, I've been focusing the last few years specifically on Division One players. I probably haven't brought in a kid from junior hockey in the last probably four or five years, to be honest with you. I, when I first started coaching, I did bring some of those guys in. And, and for some reason, for me, uh, they didn't make my club. I felt they were younger, a little more, uh, mm-hmm. they needed more grooming. So a lot of them went to the CIS, they come back after four years, and they're a much stronger player. They've grown. Obviously, as a Division One college player, usually coming out around 24 years old, some of them 25 years old. In junior hockey, they're around 21. So there's, a, there's an age difference there. And I've, I've had success with bringing Division One college players in. Some other coaches have success bringing junior players in. It's really what you feel is,
0: you need as a coach. Now, as a guy who's 24, 25, kind of finished good, that's what he is, where someone who's 21, you can coach him up where they may just evolve physically?
1: Well, I wouldn't say I think everyone uh, develops at a different age and different Mm -hmm. times in in their careers. You know, some player that meets their potential maybe at 21 years old. There's some guys that reach their potential at 25, 26, even 30 years old. Especially goaltending usually takes them a little longer to develop. Uh, it 's really when I do my recruiting or my decision when it comes to making a team and who 's ready now right and that i'll you know, obviously I, I want to develop them to be better players, obviously, but usually the younger they are, the more potential they have to develop, mm-hmm. the older they are usually they develop a little slower so but for our purposes, you know in the East Coast hockey league you 're not looking to do, to have a team to be together for three or four years you 're right. basically recruiting for that year only you never look the year the year after. In other teams, like in the NHL and the American League, that's what they do. They develop players for three years uh, on an NHL contract. So uh, it's a lot different in the East Coast League. Uh,
0: What about some of the physical characteristics? I mean, you look for strength, obviously, speed. Uh, Besides the physical, uh, hockey IQ, mental toughness
1: for sure we look at all those types of questions that kind of come up when I'm recruiting and like I mentioned the seven or eight questions that I ask we well, always talk about hockey sense you know uh, in the you know maybe 10 15 years ago we used to look for size a lot of times bigger bigger players six to, you know 6 foot or above it's not quite the case anymore well with the new rules uh, that are in place now that the NHL and and hockey's going to it's really about more speed and mm-hmm. hockey sense like you talked about Uh, their ability to perform on the ice. There's not a lot of uh, fighting anymore in our league. There's not a lot of clutching and grabbing. So you're really looking for the best player. Obviously, if a guy can do all those assets or do those things, you want a guy who's 6'4". Yeah. But you're You're always... That
0: guy's probably moving on quicker. Well, a lot of times he's
1: probably maybe in the American League or in the NHL at that point. So we're looking just for the best players where they are right now and, and, and what their roles are.
0: Now, the Philadelphia Flyers organization, they obviously want you guys, you know, as the ECHL affiliate to be successful, but they're also looking at player development. Yep. So how do you bridge the difference? Is well, that's a, difference? a
1: good question. I don't think uh, over the years working with my affiliations, and it's probably... Because you not, work for
0: various uh, parent clubs. So.
1: Yeah, over the years I've been here, I think we started. I started off with Toronto, and then we added Boston, Toronto and Boston at one point. Then we went with Washington. Now we're with Philly. Those are the four teams that I've worked with personally. Um, But I make it kind of not like clear that I'm here to win. Uh, You know, obviously I want to develop players. You know, we want to make them better. In the end, it helps our organization. But you know, we're not here for a guy to to develop one of their guys to make it. Hopefully, that's my goal. Hopefully, develop everybody. But if they're not quite ready, one of my guys will play ahead of them. That's just the way I run my my team. You know, obviously the flyers don't pay my contract. Reading does, right? My ownership here. So, so. okay, so
0: you're not quite as obligated uh, to. Uh, I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah.
1: So my 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 the people I report to is obviously my ownership and my president uh, in Reading here that uh, we have to be successful. We're here to win a championship and 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 uh, put a great performance on the ice and so our fans come back every night, obviously.
0: When well, you're we recruiting players, though, if you have a track record of sending guys to AHL and to NHL, it makes you a more attractive coach to play for, right? Well, I don't know. I haven't
1: got a job in the American League or the NHL. The well, last I'm going to ask years. you
0: about, you know, the thing is, well, first of all, how many guys have you put in? Uh...
1: That's a good question. I know we've put up several guys up to the American League. I know the organization has had several guys make yeah. it to the NHL. I know I've been part of that in the last seven years. I couldn't give you the exact number right now unless I had my resume in front of yeah. me. But uh, obviously, we've, I think we've done a good job in, in doing that and allowing players to, to move on and be
0: successful. Well, you know, as we take this, last night I watched Jonathan Quick, uh, who's a great uh, goalie for the L.A. Kings, who played here in Reading.
1: Yeah, and I played with John Quick. Yeah. Actually, I was a kind of a part-time coach at that point in time yeah. and helping and for, with coaching. You're the,
0: you're the reason why he's there, right? Well, i like to say that
1: I don't think so. I think Johnny yeah. always had the ability to play in the NHL, and he's had a great career.
0: How about personally? Yeah, You mentioned that just a couple minutes ago. How would, I mean, is that your goal someday to get to the-
1: Personally, yeah. Every, I think every player like every player wants to make it to the NHL. We've always had dreams of making it as players. Now my goal is hopefully at some point make it to the NHL. And, um, you know, we've had success here. I'm hoping to move on to the American. That's the next step for me, obviously. And, you um, and hopefully sooner than later I'll be up there.
0: Are you surprised it hasn't happened yet? Because you have a great record.
1: Well, hey, it's uh, I don't know why it's happened yet. Maybe uh, who knows? Uh, you know, every, there's a lot of good coaches out there. The record doesn't always indicate uh, their their abilities to coach. Obviously, uh, you know, you kind of alluded to this is a tough lead to coach in because of the the roster changes, uh, and some guys manage it well more than others. Um, but obviously, we've had success for some reason I haven't had the opportunity and, and maybe
0: down the, down the road I will well I think all good things are worth waiting for and hopefully that comes your way just one quick question and we have to go we talked about all your contacts yeah. how many contacts do you have well it's, it's I usually add about 100 a year I, I know <laughs> on my phone I have
1: about 3,000 contacts I uh, and uh when you
0: know there's Larry right. well I try to
1: save everyone that's played for me or every agent yeah. I've talked to everyone in the American League in the NHL I try to get their information just in case down the road I'll need them for for a player acquisition or something that will maybe in a job down the road uh you know networking but it's it's really about you know when I'm in a pinch I have to have somebody's contact information
0: so I can bring a guy in right away that that, that is truly awesome uh, you need a secretary. But anyway, we're out of time. Thank you so much, Larry Corville, head coach of the Red and Royals. Uh, great success to you with the team and with your future. And for now, this is Zeke saying goodbye. Want to know more about who's doing what in Berks County? Check out the stories on thepeoplechronicles.com.